Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of Play the Bay is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And now, play the bay. From Channel Side Drive, where Lord Stanley Cup rests. Time gets down! The Lightning win the Stanley Cup! Travel across the bridge to St. Pete to find our American League champs. And the Tampa Bay Rays have just won the American League pennant. And get ready to fire the cannon. Lob pass toward the end zone. Gronkowski makes the catch. Touchdown Tampa Bay. What a great grab by Gronk. Because it's time for another episode of Play the Bay. Play the Bay. Welcome back to Play the Bay, presented by Believe Podcast Network and Three Daughters Brewing. Hi, friends. We're back on Tuesday, not Wednesday this week. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. <laughs> what a great week to uh, to join back, though, the night on a lightning playoff game, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very excited. Evan's pouring his beer when I'm uh, sip, taking a sip of mine. So can we go on the show? Yeah, what are your IPAs of the day? I have to know. Uh, my IPA is actually a stout. It's the maple oh. bacon stout I have that I'm pouring from ah. Daughters Brewing. Breakfast for dinner, I see. Yeah, something like that. I had I uh, made myself some spicy wings, some boneless wings, and I need to, ah. you know, clench my thirst because my mouth is on fire, and I know my butt's going to be on fire too later. So, oh boy, yeah, God, great plans this evening. Can't wait. I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm making a mess while I'm doing it too. That's okay. You can do that. I know. Welcome to the got? show. What, <laughs> what do you, you got, Chip? I got uh nothing of three daughters, but a lighter uh beer. Line you can't you can't you can't plug another another beer. I'm not plugging you can't I simply plug said what it was. I did not plug it. Okay, you were about <laughs> to say it though. You can't do that. No I other stopped. beers matter. I said what type of well, I said what type of beer, who makes it? I didn't say the, the variety, the flavor, if you will. Okay. okay. All right. That that works for me. So there okay. you go. That works. What'd you guys do this weekend? Anything fun? We're, I'm just catching up because I feel like I don't talk to you guys as much. You don't, you ghost us all the time now. It's weird. You know, I thought we were a family. You don't know. talk to us anymore. We are. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I took my daughter to her very first baseball game, uh the Rays oh. versus the Mets on Saturday and she surprised the hell out of me. She lasted 6 innings and had a great time. Got a baseball from one of the players. Uh, Excellent. A popcorn M&Ms and just had a great time and when the 6th inning rolled around, she turned to me and said, "Daddy, can we go home?" I'm like, "We sure can, honey. We sure oh. can." Six Adorable. innings, though. That's fantastic. For for, That's two, for yeah. uh, an almost three-year-old, I was very impressed. So, yeah, and we will go again. So, yeah. I've had uh, dates that don't even make it to the sixth inning in a Major League Baseball game. Well, then you're, you're dating the wrong women, then, Chuck. Well, I, I mean, that's my uh, savoir faire, if you will. I do that all the time. 
<laughs> That's your thing? You like uh, that? I guess. I, don't look at me. So what did I do this weekend? Oh, we're looking I, at you, Chip. We're looking at you. I said, uh, what did I do? I went up to uh, Lutz and um, did some fishing, did some uh, uh, pooling, relaxing. Let's yeah, let's let's dial it back there. Let's tell the real truth about you, what you really did, because I saw all the check-ins from your gallivanting around Tampa Bay by going to I, dive bars and going. Let's let's come on. Let's. I mean, I I gallivanted on on what did I gallivant? Was it Saturday? You gallivanted was, a, a lot of places. Saturday, we decided to go to. Um, what was it? Indian Rocks and Madeira Beach and went to Madeira's, uh, which is, I think, one of the greatest dive bars in Florida. Uh, the roof or not even the roof, the ceiling in, is about six foot three. So when you walk in, I literally you are ducking bras, dollar bills, things hanging from the top of the ceiling, uh, all that stuff, which was great. Um, and just started bar hopping around there, ended up near St. Pete Beach uh, and took a, a friend's Jeep out. And yeah, it was a beautiful day. It was 87 degrees. There was a light breeze. Uh, I got sunburnt, you know, being in the back of a Jeep. So it's I mean, it's great. You know, it was a cancer causing day. Was I was I was wondering about that with you. I was like, <laughs> he, I hope he's Ubering because you didn't like tag anybody in your, your posts. You were just you by yourself. I was like, I just kind of. Okay. Yeah, solo solo mission with uh you know uh stealthy pilots and uh cohorts and what have you. That should be a great title for like a pirate like yeah stealthy stealthy shit. Stealthy, yeah, yeah. stealthy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Adventures covert. with Chip. Yeah. It was a covert Saturday. Yeah. What it there was. you go. Covert Saturdays oh. with Chip. There you go. But yeah, yeah, Love that's that. good. What did you do, Kaylee? Um, so my boyfriend's birthday was Saturday, so we hey, hey, all right. Happy, happy birthday, great name, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy yep. birthday. Hey. So he's almost old, he's 29, so he'll be old next year. So he... old. Oh, <laughs> almost old. Wow. But we also went fishing and then uh -huh. mm -hmm, and then Sunday we just kind of chilled because Monday morning he left for, he got a new job and he's going to be traveling a ton. So he's actually in Nashville for like a month. Oh, so wow. we, we did quality time spending. Oh, oh good. We've That's only nice. just begun to <laughs> leave. So, I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. You know what though? That opens up the, uh, the door for Evan and I to come swooping up to your neck of the woods in the next, uh, Weekend or two, maybe. Mm, yeah, I'll have some free weekends and. Um, hey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You Chip and Evan on the loose. You know what we should have? We should have one of those. Uh, it's the, uh, the the tricycle bar thing where you just pedal around the pedal pub. Ah. We should do a pedal pub. Yes. Do we have those here? I know they yeah, have them in like Savannah. St. Pete. Saint I think they have them in St. Pete. At, at our at our sponsor, Three Daughters Brewing, there is yes. a pedal pub that goes. What? Right. Yes. Across the street. I remember now. I yeah, remember. Let's, let's do it. I'm down. Any viewers out there would love to join us on a pedal pub. Let's do it, man. Mm -hmm. okay. We'll set so that fun. up the next weekend or two. We should do that. Oh, we should do that. And then uh, do, do a live remote show from the pedal pub. Yes. <laughs> what? What? Ideas, ideas, ideas. Okay. I'm just going to say right now on the pedal pub, yeah. there's definitely going to need to be like the little E next to the podcast name because 
that amount of gallivanting around on a pedal mm. club, there's no gonna there's not gonna be any censorship on that no, podcast. That's so. true. And we'll have to so, warn our our partners. Adult rated. Yeah, three daughters will be oh, like, yeah. look, this is this is something that might not be, you know, you guys want to hear, <laughs> but it'll be fun. So I, I I'm down. I'm gonna look this up about pedal clubs. Let's do this, man. Love it. I'm excited. I know we I think they, it's I think it seats like twelve people. So mm. let's okay. I That's have a lot. We'll fill, yeah. Well, well you gotta, you gotta, up. you gotta pedal that thing around. I mean, especially I know, after, I know. Yeah. after like some drinks, man. People are gonna like, you know, tap out and maybe not want to pedal so much. So you gotta, you gotta have some extra horses, man. Yeah, I feel you. That'll be I me. I'm all the extra horses <laughs> and all the king's men and all the king's men. We have Richard <laughs> chiming in a lot. God love him. Yeah, hi He's Richard. Over there. Yeah, we're just hanging out with him. But hey, so do we have an update here? Can we get a lightning? What do we got? We yeah. got a score yet? Puck, Puck, I don't think has dropped just yet. Uh, what? Wow. We're ahead yeah. of the game. So let's ahead talk lightning game. before that happens. Let's talk yeah. about last game. They beat the Panthers 5-4. to four. Obviously, they're back with Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman, and they're looking a lot more mm-hmm. like the 2020 lightning than we're used to seeing them this season. So tell me what you thought about that game, where, you know, the value is in getting those players back. And I want to know who the most valuable player of that first game for you guys was. Oh God. I mean, coach, I mean, the team just seems, obviously we've talked about momentum and, and a shot of energy and all that being a problem. They were very stagnant. They came out. There were a lot of hits in the first period. Uh, Cooch had some scores. Braden Point had some scores. Um, I think Cooch is kind of a – he's the type of guy that he brings everybody up around him, and obviously we got Stamkos back as well. So, um, I mean, I'll go Cooch. I'll go the easy one for uh, my MVP. Excited to – hopefully they carry the momentum. I think game one was an impact win. The team needed it. The Panthers have been wiping the floor with them all year. Uh, I think we were two and five against them and lost the two games at the regular season, uh, obviously to get a better seed uh, or get home ice maybe. So um, huge win. Uh, definitely need to win tonight. Excited about it. I I loved having Stamkos and Cooch back. And, and when Cooch scored that goal, I was like, all right, all right, man. We've got we've got the band back together. Like this is yeah. – it, it reminded me of – like an epic, like it reminded me. Of this look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really make myself a nerd right now. It reminded me of like in the Lord of the Rings where they thought the battle was over, and then you got like the other guys coming in out of nowhere and just like just demolishing people. That's how I thought with with Cooch coming back. What's, and the, Lord, what's the Lord of the Rings? I literally can't relate to that reference. Yeah, that's I'm fine. That's fine. <laughs> fine. Whatever. But you retired to the nerdery with your other Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Whatever, man. My precious, my All right, we do have a puck drop now. Finally, the puck is dropped. Okay, uh, but Bra- Braden Point's my my player of the game because he, he scored the winning mm-hmm. goal. I mean, Braden yeah. Point coming coming through in the clutch with a minute or so left at the third period just to seal the deal against. Honestly, I forgot Miami had a hockey team for for a while there. I mean, they they coined themselves the, the Florida, Florida Panthers. Panthers. You gotta you gotta which, yeah. But- Maybe you should change your name to Miami Panthers because the kitties. I thought the kitties were were gone out of that city. I thought it was just the Miami Marlins and and the Dolphins. So you maybe you want to change your name there for a while. Uh, I expect not as much as a physical game this game for game two. I mean, there's going to be some scrums here and there. Um, you know, this, these two teams hate each other, 
And that's mm-hmm. clear as day, man. So they almost hate each other as as the uh, the Capitals and the Rangers there in the regular season. But um, yeah, it's the the physicalness I want to see. I want to see the, the the bolts come out and take two to take two before coming back in the town before they come back home. Um, this is gonna this is gonna come down. I honestly think they'll probably this game will be won in overtime. I'm not gonna put any kind of score prediction because that's that'll jinx the game for for our team. Instead there you of go. you know saying hey, well, the, the bolts are gonna win, but you know I was you know then the the, the kitties end up winning. So I'm not gonna say any kind of prediction right now, but mm-hmm. I, I want to see the physicalness of game one going into game two with everybody back. And I know, I know the Panthers did some, they, they made a goalie change here. Yeah. So, which is, which is very, very odd in a, in a playoff type scenario yeah. now. And you know what? They can do what they want. So as long as the <laughs> bolts win, I'll be happy about it. The kitties, the kitties can just cry all the way home. That's, that's what I can say. And, and wow. I think scariest thing for me, Florida. And after watching them during the regular season, their speed, they got back behind our defenders and really penetrated and had some breakouts. And, I mean, our defenders, you got to be aware of how fast these guys are. And I think, you know, sometimes we would approach and we were kind of pinching up in the offensive zone and our defenders were kind of creeping up. Don't let Florida get behind you. Don't let them get a chance to break out and look for that one pass. They split a lot of defenders. I don't want to see that. Keep everything in front of you. Give Vass some time to, to get into the, the groove. I mean, it was five to four. That's a lot of goals in a hockey yeah. game. You usually don't see that. So, But there were some big saves. There were some great plays. Um, the energy the Lightning kept throughout the whole game is something they haven't done throughout the whole season, I think. So it was great to see them continually match and go forward and, and get the win. So, yeah, excited about tonight's game. Kaylee, yeah. what do you think is the X factor for game two? What do you think is, is ultimately going to have – the Bolts hopefully win this game too. I mean, keeping the momentum, right? I think this was, this game was like everything you love about playoff hockey. It was physical. It had lead changes. It was a ton of goals, but still really good defensive play as well. So I think it it was really exciting. But when you look at having a really exciting game in the first round of the playoffs, it's like no one wants to play these close physical games every single game in the playoffs. It's just how you exhaust your team it doesn't bode well going into future series if you make it past this one. So I think the main thing is is keeping up the momentum and really just starting to overpower them with speed and with just physicality because they're a fast team. I mean, yep. the Lightning, I think I read something that the Lightning beat four out of the league's top five defenses last year during the playoffs. But this matchup seems a little more physical, a little more demanding from them. So I think they have to match that speed and that momentum and really not – not kind of lose the series up front. Um, and I think that's going to be the key. But I think I think the Panthers are tough. They've been kind of overpowering the Lightning all of regular season. But like we yeah. said, they got all these players back. So uh, they look a lot more like last year. But the Panthers, I mean, they're going to make them work for it. So they just have to keep it up. I'm, I'm really surprised the fan base down in Miami for a hockey team. I yeah. was really surprised the amount of people that were in that arena. I didn't know that Miami – citizens watch hockey. I, I really didn't. I thought they were all about, you know, baseball and football, but not hockey. It's really weird down there. Well, to be fair, I feel like there's probably a lot of snowbirds Very that true. end up moving down there. I mean, probably similar to Tampa as well, but yeah. um, I can imagine there's some people from like Northern States, but also I think winning helps like their, their team, like out of nowhere started doing really well. So I'm assuming like the bandwagon jumpers, you know, 
Yeah. And like with, you know, with football in the off season and like, obviously you've got the Marlins, which is like, whatever. What are you trying to get at Kaylee? What are you trying to get at? You know, everyone's looking for someone to root for. Um, I, I feel like we've experienced that here with the lightning as well. Like when, you know, when the Rays and the Bucks weren't doing that well, but the lightning were doing well, it was very much like all about the lightning all the time over the last like six months. It's obviously been real heavy on the Bucks, Um, and I feel like the hype for the lightning has kind of died down a little with fans. I don't know if that's fair to say, but like from, from like my perspective, I feel like the hype was way bigger last year during the Stanley cup, just because you didn't have like a Super Bowl winning team and like the Rays, like, so it's just a whole like mix. Now you have these, all these great teams. So now like the focus is kind of split. Whereas for a while, the lightning really have like a monopoly on like, we're the good team in Tampa Bay. So are you trying to say that Tom Brady has an effect on everything? I mean, I would say (laughs) probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn, damn Sir Thomas Brady. Oh, how could you, how could you? God, lightning hockey takes a backseat because of Sir Thomas Brady. Damn you. What are your predictions for the rest of the series? It's going seven. Okay. Oh, it's not going to do that. No. Well, then, you know what? Give your prediction then. I think it's going to go five. I think the only thing, uh, everyone, Cooch, Stamkos, everybody is going to get better the more time they spend on the ice. They're going to get flow. Richard, look at you saying five. I love it. Look at Look at him go. Um, everybody's going to get back in the flow. You've seen the power play. They were generating goals first time out. Um, I think it's five. Uh, Lightning take it. Okay. I like that. You guys want to hit anything else? Lightning before we switch over? Lightning have already scored. Kalorn, wrist shot. Goal! I would, I would try to do a Dave Michigan impression, but it would be way too loud. Don't you know what that. we should do? We should get some little clips that play like goal animations. So there when we're go. doing these streams during games, we can like breaking news. Score! <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my def, my best Dave Michigan. Was, yeah. It's like Kalorn with a Kalorn with a wrister. Don't know how it happened or what the story was, but 15-08 left, three shots on gold, lightning up. One to nothing. Let's bring the heat, man. Let's do it. Let's take this. Love Good. It. Let's take it. All right. Let's talk about some raised baseball. Yeah. I, yeah. I need to. Let's go with Evan because he <sighs> thinks the Rays are going to finish sub 500. Doesn't like them. Hates the pitching lineup. Chip, don't you know by now it's a week by week basis <laughs> for the Rays? <laughs> I, I mean, they're awful. They've won four in a row. I hate them. So, they they are already they're up eight to one. Of course they are. So I mean, yeah, but I hate I, them. I need to I lower my expectations every week. I need to apologize. And yes, I think I, that's good. I don't apologize that much because I I never I hardly ever have to. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, you not going to say anything on. <laughs> shut your mouth. I'll let, it, you. I'll let it ride because guess what? I'm going to write down. Where are we at? We're at 19 minutes. Yes, yeah, 1915 on episode 30. So yes. I'm going to remember that timestamp just okay. so later in the okay. season we can and drop it. Congrats to us hitting episode 30. There you go. Uh, I I need to make a a formal apology to okay 
a Mr. Mike Zanino, uh, mm. who's been who just hit a two-run homer, by the way. A bomb. Who's been, who's been swinging the bat quite well this past? The lumber, if you will. Yes, uh, he he's he's raised his average over two hundred, which is that's that's good. <laughs> Uh, fire, but, he, but he's been hitting bombs, which uh, I would like to see out of a catcher of his stature. So uh, I, I will take back, you know, some of the things I may have said at the beginning of the season about Mike Zunino <laughs> not being here. Uh, if you continue to do this and maybe hit 30 home runs this season, maybe we can be friends and maybe I can rock a Mike 30. Zunino. Hey, he's got nine. Anything can happen in, in Major League Baseball. So, okay. uh, Mike Zunino, you have my formal apology. I love these moments when Evan yeah. just gets to like walk back. It's the humble. Comments from it's the hum- week before. Listen, I like to humble myself sometimes. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What, what is that thing that a lot of the, the new age SoundCloud rappers like to do is be humble. Okay. Be there humble. you go. Didn't Ken, uh, Kendrick Lamar say that? Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Yeah, sit down. Mm-hmm. Be humble. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. Not only you're walking it back, you're making apologies, you're getting it on pop culture. I mean, I this am, is a bro. whole new, it's a whole new Evan. So they sweat the Mets, obviously, the four game win streak matching the longest of the season. They're four yep. games over 500, which is yes. a season high. Um, so is this the official turning point of getting that momentum that they need to get back up to where they were last year? No, no, I get to go first because you were a big. I, no, I was no, I, I was on gonna, everything. I, I was gonna let you roll with it because okay. I was gonna step okay. back. I'm gonna let you take the reins for this. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So, the one thing we all discussed is we knew the hitting was gonna need to turn around. The guys that haven't been producing, Adame, Zanino, some of those guys are starting to get through, starting to hit, put the ball in play. The pitching is is getting better, and the older guys are going to hopefully find their strides whenever they're used in the lineups. You know, we still have injuries. Torinos, Waka, some of those guys are obviously still fighting the injury bug, hopefully coming off and getting to full strength soon. But this is a team that still has most of its – or actually all of its position players, minus two of the big pitchers, obviously, that we left uh, – or not left, but got rid of, traded, free agency, whatever – um, and it's a team that will continue to grow. It's a young team, so they're going to get better as the year progresses, and as I have stated before, and I will restate again, they will be an above 500 team by the end of the year. You can't crush them that many games and have this team go away like that. It's just not going to happen. So Listen, every every time I talk negative, they they start to win and play better baseball. So it's, That's it's a, a mind, long game. It's a mind thing, Chip. Don't you understand? It's a mind thing. You, you they mean, hear I, they hear hey, the words and I then know, they man. play better. I guess I, you got me. I don't know. I I'm just letting you know. That's I mean that's it's. You called Cash and said, "Hey, I'm going to keep talking I, bad about listen, you guys." I, I got him. I got him on speed dial. I said, "Look, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk a little smack <laughs> about you on the podcast. I, I need you to turn it around." That way I can eat a little bit of old crow, you know, there that you way you guys can go and start turning it around, get on a hot streak that, and I think what this, this road trip is going to do is, is, is do that. I mean, you're playing the Orioles for God's sakes. You've got to, you got to sweep them. Then you come back into Tampa for the blue Jays last series in Dunedin before they Which go back. The blue up. Jays are hot. 
They are a hot They're team. A good I young team. They will I will give them that. that. I'll give them, even though it pains me to say that, because I'm sure our mm-hmm. buddy, our yeah. buddy, that guy, that uh, guy. loves to rub it in our faces sometimes, even though exactly. he's wrong. He's wrong most of the times. But yeah, that's that's kind of like a I, I that's going to be a really good series between those two teams is the Blue Jays and the Rays. But with with Baltimore, yeah. you have to go into Baltimore and sweep the, the Orioles. You can't. Go in there and maybe win one of them, and then go no in. The, yeah, you, there's no, there's Allie, no tippy tap. Yeah, there's no tippy right. tap. You can't do a tippy tap. Like you got to go in, you got to bring the heat with their. They are doing right now eight to one against the Baltimore Orioles. That's what you got to do. And I will say this: watching them, you know, face the Mets over the weekend, we're bringing out the brooms and sweeping them. They look great. They looked mm-hmm. like the the bats were timely hitting. They were aggressive on the base pass. The base pass. Base pass. Um, like I was very impressed with Sugar Shane McClanahan on the mound. You know he had a rough inning, uh, the first inning that he had, but came on through. Josh Fleming looked good on Sunday. So it's it's those the baby rays that are coming up in the rotation that are really making the difference. And what what can you say about Rich Hill? I mean, aka Dick Mountain on Dick on, Mountain. Dick oh. Mountain. My my goodness, the old man's coming through. Like the past couple of starts he's had have been magical, and I can't wait to get a shirt that just has a mountain. Richard Not Hill. In, Richard Hill. Richard yes. Mountain. Just Richard Mountain. Richard Hill. Yes. I can't wait to rock a shirt. I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear where this is going. It's not gonna go where you think it is. Okay. No. But hey, we know that we knew this. We knew the yes. Rays had one of the strongest organizations with rookies. We knew they've got pitch. We knew we got pitching. We got Wander Franco. We got all sorts of people down there just bubbling at the surface, That's waiting. Chip, I'm I'm glad that you brought up the Wander Franco thing. And I know he's tearing the cover off the ball. No. He, hit grand, he hit a grand slam the other day. It's too early for him. Wait, too early. Wait. You you still got Taylor Walls in the minors you could bring up before. Taylor, I don't have any doors. Don't call me Walls. <laughs> exactly. Taylor Walls. Okay. okay. You got Josh Lowe, who could be the successor to Kevin. I always get injured every single year, Kiermeyer. Okay. And, okay. You know, I have noticed that when Kiermeyer goes on the DL or the IL, they play a little bit better. We get the young, they get the young rays out of the sandbar. Bring them up to the beaches and let's let them frolic. Bring them. I'm, when, when I'm telling you, man, when when they expand the rosters later on in the year when they need to, you're gonna see these guys come up and make a difference. But right now, they're playing good baseball, and that's what you want to see. They're on their they're on that hot streak right now, and you got to get closer and closer to the Red Sox, which I don't think the Red Sox are gonna hold this lead any any longer. They can't. There's no way. No, I think we're three games behind. The only thing that we've said and we continue to say. Bats. So the team average is ranked twenty second right now, batting a blistering two twenty six. So got to bit that up. Although tenth in runs, hundred eighty five, nineteenth in home runs, ERA three point five five seventh. So, and long and short, folks, Tampa Bay Rays are here to stay. They have a young nucleus, experienced pitchers, and they need to get the big bag of knuckles coming at them with the bats. I thought you were about to say a big bag of nuts, but Knuckles is way better. That's a good one. <laughs> wow. Where and, is your brain and, this evening? And I'm sure Stu, hashtag Stu sucks, is probably like kind of kind of mad right now because Oakland may be moving and Montreal may be Need a destination. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll have well, to see. There's yeah. a lot of destination options, but I'm a little so 
Jacksonville, the city, has started this campaign to try. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh-oh. What are you doing? You don't need that. We don't need that. No. <laughs> you, you can barely keep a, a football team for Look, sakes, we've got our know. jumbo He's... shrimp, our $1 beers, and <laughs> Wednesday night at the ballpark with our dogs. Okay, that's all we need. Don't don't run the jumbo shrimp out of town because you want bigger and better, okay? Don't no. don't do that. Don't do that. Kaylee, I, what your your perspective looking at the Rays and how they've playing, been playing the past couple of weeks, and they've really they've really turned it around, you know, after mm-hmm. that that kind of mediocre April and going into May. It wasn't mediocre. Born. It was mediocre to me. It was yeah. It was I would say young mediocre. young players getting to know each other, older mediocre. players filling their roles, knowing mediocre. what they have to do. We're, you know what keeps calling this team mediocre? They're a no, young. Core. I said mediocre in in April. You better Not stop May. it right now. We're almost April. With, April. I said I April, know. not May. We, right. And we're Calm going. Down. We're going. We're going to be heading into June. Hey, Kaylee, is this, is this team is this team sustainable throughout maybe the summer months? The way they're going right now. You. Bet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think sustainable. Yeah, because I mean, we talked about the injury bug, and we talked about that. I, I think we agreed. Like, it's better to have it come at the beginning of the season. It's better to get it over with, figure it out. That way, you get to, like you said, expand the roster, see what you're working with, and really kind of refine things going into the summer months and later parts of the season. So, I think this is going to be helpful for them. They got some key players back. They're, they're due to get even more back. Um, and like. You know, we said they were a little bland. They were missing that kind of. They're fun to watch. They're fun to watch now. They've been fun to watch over the past few weeks. So I think as long as their foot stays on the gas, like you said, heading into a series against the Orioles, that's kind of one thing where I feel like teams tend to do that. Like they, they sweep it. They sweep a series. They build that momentum. They look really good. And then they go into what they are looking at as, as an easy sweep or an easy series and they can tend to let off that gas a little bit, lose a little bit of momentum. So as long as they don't have that mindset and they go in, you know, all, you know, gears firing, I think they will be okay. Um, I think it's sustainable because I think now they've seen everything that their roster is capable of um, due to having injuries. So now getting these players back, they'll really be able to make more informed decisions and they won't have to, we kind of saw them playing like musical chairs at the beginning of the season with a lot of these positions. And I think now they get to really have kind of a set thing and and really know what direction they want to go. So it's sustainable. Now I'm not going to, I don't know that they will sustain Predict but it is it is sustainable. I, I want to give you guys an update on my experience too at the trap because I remember the first time <clears throat> I was there, not a pleasant one. Mm-hmm. This mean? time, what you got? Well, free beer. How come that yeah, not be pleasant? But no nacho cheese. I had to keep my mask on. Not a pleasant. Okay. Story. Okay. 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 Update us. So beer this, trumped all that, but go ahead. The, this time, ten times better. Okay, that's good. Why was it better? What made it better? Yep. Didn't wear my didn't have didn't really wear a mask. Nobody said put on your mask. Uh kind of lackadaisical, which is great. Uh the uh ushers were really nice, really cool. Um, and I know today and, and thank you for Richard in the comments. They are Ushers like, were good. All right, Ushers. Twenty twenty thousand fans. Uh yep. which you know. 20k 20k at a raise get up to 20,000 i think they were at 9,000 9,000 yes there you go let's let's be realistic 20k (laughs) at a raise game is 
It's a stretch. Well, it's a stretch it's, sometimes. Come it's on. like, great. We're going to, I mean, it's full capacity based on like what they were averaging. And that's not a slight. It's just the fact yeah. of like attendance wise, historically. Saturday, saying, Saturday's no game COVID. was sold out. Saturday's game was sold out. It wasn't. Right. Right. So, and that's the thing is like it, it was sold out. I think people will be excited to go now that they're letting more fans in, but yeah. I, I can't imagine that the demand will remain high for the, like every game thereafter, if that makes sense. Like I do think maybe there will be a spike right when they allow 20,000, maybe you'll sell out a game, maybe a couple games after that it might taper off, but yeah, and I, I think like fully vaccinated fans won't have to wear masks, which is pretty much the standard across the country at this point. I'm pretty sure they're pretty lax. This is Tampa, so I can't imagine that they really care that much. Yeah, um, they do. So. I'm, I'm half think, vac- I'm half vaccinated, and they didn't really care. So I think you're gonna have uh, Mortimer and Effie get out of the old bald park and go, Mortimer. I want to get a little sun and go see the Rage. You know, well, you know you're not gonna get any. You're not gonna get any sun in, in the trop. No. No sun. I mean, it's maybe the lights. Walking from the parking can, lot into the dome, you get. You some can sun. hang around around St. Pete. That's get right. lunch. Go to Three Walk Daughters around. Brewing Company. Go to Three Daughters. Get some, you know, Circle Hook IPAs. Maybe mm-hmm. some yummy. Maybe some uh, former New England IPAs or the Beach Blonde Ale. Maybe one of those or the very that that they have there have coming out the tropical hefe which uh i will be picking up soon which we will try so the rays will see kaylee i kind of agree with you i think you'll see an attendance spike for people wanting to get out want to get to the ballpark want to go hang out with a lot of folks again and start cheering um and yeah hopefully hey maybe we just maintain throughout the whole year and the rays continue to trend upwards and you get a nice little burst of excitement up there in saint pete for the trop that's what i'm hoping for yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're coming off of like an entire period of time where sporting events were really hard to get into or not even necessarily hard to get into, but just more expensive, more limited, um, maybe less people were motivated to get out. So this is really like the first, I guess, high capacity event you can go to in Tampa Bay. Like you, cause obviously the Bucks haven't played at a high capacity. I mean, they did kind of, but um, not really for what probably would have been there for the first season of Tom Brady had there not been COVID. So I think this yep. is like the first chance fans will get to go out and like experience a sporting event. So yeah, that's a totally great, agree. it's a great transition to uh, talking about the Bucks and mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. wildly expensive tickets uh, for the upcoming season. Um, yeah. Holy- have we seen them? What are they looking like? Oh, uh, well, oh I hope you can maybe dip into your savings or win the lotto, not pay your rent for maybe a month to go see a game. Because, <laughs> uh, oh, I think the average ticket price I know for 300 level tickets against the cowgirls is like 500 bucks. Oh, no, honey. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. 500. Smackaroons for the for, against the 500 Skadol, Skadol, 500 Clam, 500 Clam because Clam's Casino. Uh, to oh, see God. yeah, I just Ugh. okay. I have a question if that's, I mean, that game is not even necessarily that good. I'm assuming there's probably worst home games on the schedule. 
I don't fully remember, but how like do you I mean, do you think they're selling out every home game at those prices? I I guarantee you they will be they'll the, the, I think the they majority will. will be sold out. Now, oh. obviously the first game of the season you're going against the Cowboys on prime time. Dak's mm-hmm. back. Dak Prescott Thursday night. That's right. Yeah, so I mean, I can put like 500 smackaroons for a That's crazy. I will not be attending any of those unless I'm invited free. So I'm I'm going to look up season tickets right now or single game tickets and they got recent. Take a tickets. look. We know we had Richard in the comments, but this is another thing that I was talking about yeah. with some friends is that Tom Brady obviously visits uh the old Gillette uh in week 4 <laughs> where tickets and the which nosebleeds the rating spike for yeah. that game will exp- it'll make the internet explode. Yeah. We're talking no about thousands of dollars to be in the nosebleeds and tens of thousands of dollars to okay. be near the field. Potentially could be the highest ticket sporting event ever sold on the planet of this lovely universe in this Milky Way. What I saw so the Cowboy that? the Cowboys game on Thursday night. Res- these are resale tickets, mind you. On uh, Ticketmaster, four hundred and eighty for the three hundred level. That's there enough. You go. Yeah, and for first level, you guys want to take a guess at these? Uh seventeen hundred. Close. I'm gonna go Fif- fifteen hundred dollars a ticket. I was That's gonna go nineteen hundred. That's not no, it. That's not good. That's not it for resale. Oh wait, there's a couple walls. Well, it differs differs for each section. There is 1700 for first level, 14, 1500, yeah, so it you're in the you're in the the hunt, yeah, you're in the teens for those for those tickets. That's insane. That's insane. Insane. I like Richard said, I'd rather sit at home, <laughs> free access to the bathroom, cook some food, scream, retake I'll- my remote. We'll we'll <laughs> go down to Rafferty's <laughs> Bar and Grill. Oh. We'll we'll get some wings. And watch it for free and mm-hmm. take Ubers home. Good. That's there you go. That's yeah, but, that's but the thing is, like those games will be sold out. You watch those games will be sold out. Well, I, I you're probably right, and here's why: because last year a lot of lightning pullout scores, Rister lightning up two to nothing. Chip, you're too you're too close to your mark. If you you gotta, if you I love it. that. Dude, the day miss, can you go? Pullout scores, You gotta go away from. I really hope that no one is listening to this, like while driving no, I hope not. or like yeah. something that could that cause them to speakers. crash and die yeah it's, it's funny because when we do the replay of the show i post it at night and when they mm. can hear the next day they don't know that we're doing these like replays of scoring and then they'll, yeah. just, they'll drive off the road and then correct i mean <laughs> i like how you're like you're like you know what's so funny they'll drive off the road yeah. they'll hit a tree it's, they'll die just because it, like, wait, you know? i didn't go to that extreme <laughs> About well, I, I didn't oh, say anything about a death scenario. I just said they might no. drive off the road because of yeah. the reenactment of Dave Michigan. Saying, yes, yes, you're no. right. But but yeah, I think I think they probably will sell out. I think the reason being not a lot of people could go last year. It, it was just a weird year. I think there was just it there was hesitancy to go, even if, even if you could secure tickets, things were limited. Um, 
But then obviously now they're Super Bowl champions. This could be Tom Brady's last season, just depending on how things shake out. So there's a lot kind of riding on this. It's 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 kind of a now or never scenario for fans who did miss out on attending live games last year. So I think everyone who didn't go is going to want to like be part of every potential like historical moment and memory now during this season. So I I do think it will sell out, but um, I will not be contributing money to that um, cause. (laughs) I will be going to Jaguars games for sure. Do you, uh, do you guys want to discuss the strength of schedules that came out the other day? Yeah, we can do that. The Bucks have a super easy schedule. Congratulations. Well, yeah, you're I welcome. Mean, we, we, did, we did go over that, but if you want to take some more flack right in the face hole, you can bring that on. I will love to take. Well, you actually, your Falcons rank lower than the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, mm. yeah. Mm. And, uh, Which is interesting because, very, like, they play the Buccaneers twice. Yeah. <laughs> Steelers are number one with strength of schedule. Like, easiest schedule? Hardest, hardest, Ooh, hardest. Top top five with the hardest is Steelers, Ravens, Bears, Packers, Vikings. That's Why do you one. think I hate Fields to have success in this first year? I just hate it. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Well, I think it depends how you define success because, like, strength of like you have to look at. I don't think the the measurement for him the first year is making the playoffs, bringing them into Super Bowl contention, et cetera. I think it I think it really is just making this offense look competent, right? Like making them look like they have an offensive scheme that can be executed week in and week out. And that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they have to win every game. It just means they have to improve from where they've been, not necessarily record wise, but more competency and understanding who they are and what their game is. Now, also, it just depends what kind of defensive schemes they're playing. Well, I'll tell you this. Ryan Pace is on the hot seat for his job. Justin Fields will be starting game three after Andy Dalton dies in game two against the Rams. He will be on a stretcher. Actually, that's wrong. I'm sorry, Lord. I do not wish that on anybody. He will be hurt. And Justin Fields will come in week three. And then after that, ladies and gentlemen, Put the kids to bed. Finish your dinner. Do the dishes and have a seat because it is going to. Was that the? uh, Was that a program? The program uh, reference right there, buddy. That was the program. Well, no, that's going to put the the children to bed and go looking to dinner. I didn't say that. Well, that was kind of like the program esque. It was a chip settle variation. Well, maybe somewhere deep seated from the program. But do you? I wanna. I wanna throw this out there to you two about the bottom two teams with strength of schedule. Can you mm. guess the bottom two with weakest? As in the, the easiest, the weakest schedule. Easiest, the we- the easiest strength yeah. of schedule. The Giants. No, the Giants no? are number twenty-five. Who do you? Yeah, bottom two. That's Is it an NFC East team? Yeah, two in that division. Yeah. NFC yeah. least teams. Two Eagles? NFC Eagles are the last team. So they have Not our easy. your your co-host on Onside Chicks podcast, which uh, will be live tomorrow night at eight PM Eastern Standard Time with Kevin and Sporty Jody uh, Jordy. Uh, oh, they are the they have they have the easiest schedule. Yeah, the okay. team before that, Washington Redskins. Eh, that would be the Dallas Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Ah, Ooh. yeah. Okay. 
Pave the road. Yeah. You know why? They're one of the most media rich and well known franchises in the NFL. Thank you very much. Ding well, ding ding. In the world, they're the there you go. The highest value. Yeah, the highest value sports team in the world. But also, Correct. I think what you have to consider like most of their half of their games of the season are against NFC's teams. So I think that's another Which thing is, is like that was the weakest yeah, yeah, division yeah, last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, the the bottom five in this order is the Dolphins, Bucks, Falcons, Cowboys, and Eagles. So, bodes well for my Dolphins bet with you. Uh, it does. Uh, I'm still not going to pull out of that bet. I do say uh, no. Uh, that's not how bets work. You don't make them and say, "Hey, I'm not going to pay you." That's not how that works. No, no. I said I'm not going to pull out of the bet. Yeah, but why would you even have that thought process? We already made. I'm it. not because I know sometimes you do with other people. I'm not <laughs> no, I don't pull out of bets. <laughs> well, either do I. Okay. I, I have like other conversation. Three, I have like three bets going on. I know. Oh. Two with Taylor and one with you. Uh huh. And I know I won with Taylor, so you know. <laughs> Maybe. I also wonder, like, how much strength of schedule at the beginning of the season correlates to results by the end of the season. Like, I don't know if anyone's done like a specific correlation study on like how, you know, those last five, those, the five teams with the easiest schedules, like, do they necessarily historically have a higher winning percentage by the end of the season? Cause I feel That'd like to look at yeah. most of the yeah. time they're rookie quarterbacks. You would guess. Because most of those teams that have the easiest schedules are the franchises that are typically going through changes. Um, but yeah, that'd be interesting. Which the Eagles have done. They've gone through ch 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 changes. Very much so. Change changes. I know that Richard I... has mentioned this, but Kaylee, I wanted to ask you real quick. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Joe Tryon from Washington, first round pick, has yeah. failed as physical. I was just trying to look up. I remember I heard it several days ago. I, don't I didn't see any why. new updates. Yeah, I, I don't see any new updates on it. But as of, I mean, literally four days ago, um, he had a knee scope, and he hasn't he hasn't participated in rookie minicamp uh, or anything. So he is I still mean, not past his physical year. Let's be real. Um, they don't really need any of the people they got in the draft this year. So I think that's kind of <laughs> – like, let's just say that. Like, that – it's great to have your first round draft pick like on board, ready to go. But again, like they brought back literally every single person from their Super Bowl roster. Now they have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. They're going into a season where, you know, two of your, no, pretty much all three of your division opponents are going through restructures on their team. So it is a whole thing yeah. of like, it is, you are in, it's kind of wild. Like if they don't go and win another Super Bowl because like everything is falling into place for them in a sense of like, you don't have an excuse. So there's, there's, been, a, there's been a few analysts that are like the Bucks could go 17 and 0. They, no, they should. Just like, I that think back it, a little. Back well, uh, no, no, no. I'm not saying they're going to go 17. Real, real there's a few real analysts out there that are saying the that they could go 17 and 0. Like, I think Dan Orlovsky a couple days ago said the Bucks could go 17 and 0. And obviously, you don't, you don't really want to take a lot of what Dan Orlovsky says, <laughs> like, seriously, because usually he's out of his damn mind when it comes to things like that. But, you know, Kaylee, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, 
Tryon's just a guy that's de- there for depth. I mean, he's not yeah. he's not going to be starting anytime soon. I mean, you've you've got everybody coming back. So yeah, that, that's a guy that if he's got to have surgery on his knee, let him rest. Let him let him like be on the sidelines for a little bit before you you try to put him out there. Like you don't, yeah, need, him. You don't need him right away, shit, dude. Don't get him any experience. Don't get him any reps. No, no, I'm just saying. Don't, don't no, get him any. Don't get him any of that. Like Chip, obviously you want reps, but you don't need to rush him out, especially after a knee injury. You don't yeah. you don't need to rush him out there. You can have him be on the sidelines. You can have him recover and have that timetable where okay, he's ready to go. Let's get him reps. But you don't need him to do that that quickly because you've got everybody back. Let me yeah. let me flip the page on this. Where are the trainers for the Buccaneers? Where are the consultants? Where is everybody that's saying that, hey, this is our first round draft pick? There's only 32 of these available in the draft. This is supposed to build your franchise. Hey, let's draft a guy that's going to fail his physical. Oh, but this, I mean, this, this, isn't a guy that's that. a, this isn't a guy that's building your franchise. This is a guy that's adding depth it's to whatever. It's a first round right draft now. pick. Those guys build your franchise. Come on. But, but, it's, but I think it's, there's the, a- no, go you ahead. need them now. Like that's the thing is, like they're going to build the franchise, but they drafted, and you could see it in the strategy that they went into the draft with. They're building for future depth, right? Like they know, sure. like we talked about, these contracts are going to be a huge pain in the ass next year. They're going to lose a bunch of people, most likely. Once if they win another Super Bowl, even if they don't, they're this team is going to look very, very different in the coming few years. Yeah, these are the guys that they drafted that are going to replace a lot of these veteran guys that they don't think they're going to be able to afford after this year, right? Like these linemen that are desperately exactly guys that are going to have to get out because they're going to get paid more elsewhere and they're just getting up there in age and this is a team that kind of knows that and is preparing for it and it's also it's it's not that he's not an important part of the franchise and i'm sure the trainers are 100 on board but when you listen to all of the athletes getting drafted i mean it's hard to find one that wasn't injured right it's hard to find one that didn't sit for a considerable time in college due to an injury it's football, but also they could have not showed up to the draft, not drafted one single player, and they would still have zero excuse to not make it back to the Super Bowl. They would still have the easiest schedule. They would still have the best odds to win the Super Bowl. They would still be the most Super Bowl-ready team of the NFL, even if they didn't True. draft a single True. player. So for them, it doesn't make any sense. Like They're not going to go 17-0. They shouldn't go 17-0. It doesn't benefit them Anyways, we saw how much losing those games helped them really refine their strategy going into the playoffs and that really paid off. Like, had they not lost those games, learned those lessons, they probably would not have gone to the Super Bowl and won. So I think that's an important thing to play out this season as well. But I would rather him be healthy for down the line and say something does happen. Like, God forbid you do get struck with the injury bug midseason. Like, now you have somebody that's been learning and recovering and is fully healthy at 100% not at 75% trying to just get in reps at the beginning of the season for no reason. Could yeah, you did you maybe say that too with the guys that sat out 2020 because of COVID because they yeah. haven't like they missed a whole year of playing and now and there was a few guys that were drafted in the first round that sat out 2020 that you could say the same the same thing about oh, those guys a lot. Yeah, you could well you could say the yeah. same thing about them too because you you don't know how they you don't know the conditioning that they were in that whole year of not playing and lo and behold they come in for mini camp and they get injured first play of, of mini camp. So well, I mean, some of those guys still had to do the medicals at the combine. You still had to well, go yeah, through and pick their yeah. They knew they knew what kind of shape they were in. They knew their weight. They knew their height. They knew every injury they had had in college. 
But you're right, participation in football and actual football activities, they didn't have any over the past year. So now, thankfully, we didn't see or I didn't hear of any major injuries. I knew Panay Sewell got COVID and he didn't attend rookie minicamp, but everybody else was good. Kyle Trask impressed, and B.A. actually came over and lowered the hype on him. I saw some articles, I think, coming out that wanted the coaching staff and everybody to kind of calm down on the Kyle Trask uh, hype train because it was kind of pulling out. Please lower that thing down to the ground. The Kyle Trask hype train? Yeah, not my quarterback. (laughs) Oh, God, he's the future, though. You don't think he's the future? Well, no. why did you draft him? Why'd you? Dra- well, then, what do you? No, that's that's. Well, what? So why why did you use a draft pick if he's not the future? It's not the future. That's well, not the future. It's not Kyle Trask. He's not the future. Wow. Okay, was, you heard it here first. A strong statement from Evan. Evan Bush. I, I will be uh, one week of rookie mini camps, and clip, Kyle Trask is not the guy. Clip of the week. Kyle Trask is not. The All future. right, fifty-two thirty-three. Yes, Got it. 52-33. He's not the quarterback. <laughs> wow. You must be the greatest evaluator of sports talent ever. And that's why I'm on a podcast. Because <laughs> there's, there's a certain guy up in Wisconsin right now that hates his life and just wants to maybe go somewhere else. And just, oh, I love it. I love it. Well, no, I, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll I, see. Yeah, we will. I'm just saying, Kyle, like you have four quarterbacks now on that, that depth chart. You have you you re-sign Blaine Gabbert. Oh God, he's the future. And Blaine you have Ryan, you, I Gr- you I have Ryan Griffin still, but well, somebody's got to carry Tom Brady when he's drunk. Right. Been there, been there, done that with Blaine Gabbert. You're better off. <laughs> You're better off with Kyle Trask. I, yeah. I I just don't I I don't see the future being held in in a Florida ex Florida quarterback named Kyle Trask. I will agree with you. I will Thank agree you. with you. Thank I don't you. trust. Any position player coming out and of it, Florida, I don't like it. I don't want it. But at the same time now, we do have to consider the fact that this team is going to be very, 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 very money poor in one of these years coming up or a few of these years coming up. So even if a certain quarterback from Green Bay, Wisconsin is available, or even some of these other veteran guys that are more, I guess, proven in the league come up, there's no guarantee they'll be able to make a deal that makes sense for their franchise or want to spend the money because I do think they're comfortable going into like rebuilding if they win another Super Bowl. Kaylee, we got up. We got to do an update real quick. Do it. Stamp goes cards. There we go. No, no, calm down. Stamkos got credit for the first goal that was scored in the game. He did not score. Well, Richard, put your, put your clothes back on. You're fine. Well, God damn it. But anyway. Well, I God like Richard. to say, I like to say, <laughs> he just likes to scream. <laughs> you I, know I, what, though? I, what, where they're at, where they're at, once once Brady leaves, it's money poor. It's, well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Best way to build your team is through the draft. And that's why you draft. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be led by Kyle Trask. It's not. It's a, right. He's a statuesque, right. statuesque quarterback. What's a statuesque mean? I don't even know what that means. What is he, a Statue of Liberty? He's not. He's that? not. He's he's not a mobile quarterback. What? He's In Florida, mobile. that's all he did was run around. Yeah, but yeah. there's Tom Brady. That's what I'm saying. He's not a mobile guy. But Tom, it's Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Kyle Trask is not. Tom Brady Tom was yeah. mobile when he was Kyle Trask age. I, I'm I'm just <laughs> saying that 
the Bucks could have maybe maybe skipped drafting a quarterback this draft and, and, and maybe could have waited for somebody else. Wow. Yeah, but they'll never – I don't know. I, I think – yeah, I mean, I think the mentality is like if you – if you or, win another Super Bowl, nothing matters after that for at least a solid three years, right? Because right. that's that's paid your dues to the city, to your team, everything. So you start a rebuilding. And if you come off another Super Bowl win or even, you know, a division title, a conference title, whatever, you're not going to be in line for the top quarterbacks in the draft without giving up an arm and a leg. So here, foot. here's a here's a here. Deshaun Watson to the Bucks. There we go. Oh my uh, God! I'm gonna I'm gonna we'll skip right over that. Richard yeah. makes a great point <laughs> down in the bottom. You're a ridiculous person for saying that, Evan. Bush. I hate. Um, anyway, I'm just, I'm Richard just makes saying. A, Richard makes. Ne- a he'll great never point. play. He's never gonna play We're, a snap in Houston ever again. He's never gonna play a snap in the NFL again. Oh yes, he yeah. will. Yes, he okay. will. Yes, no, he will. Okay. It'll well, be in. It'll be in Tampa Bay. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, market market so, at at 56 minutes. Right. We've Deshaun marked more Watson. on this show than we have in 30 episodes. 56 so minutes. Deshaun Watson. Quality tape. The Bucks' future quarterback coming soon to Tampa. Tom Brady is the greatest teacher for the position and hey. quarterback. So you want to have somebody learning from his methods and how he attacks the game, and that's why they took a quarterback, which I, I mean, agree Luckily with. for Deshaun. Is he, the best, is he the best teacher? No. How good is Jimmy Garoppolo doing out on his own? I mean, how is, how is Brian, How's Brian Hoyer doing? There we go. Guys, and I'm not, there's I'm not talent and there's, there's talent Look, there's coaching. You I'm can't tell me Jimmy correct. Garoppolo has the same amount of talent as Tom Brady. Sure, but there's also like system quarterbacking as well. There's a lot of factors that play into just being successful. And I think when you sit behind Tom Brady for as long as he sat behind Tom Brady, and if the mentality is that like they took Kyle Trask because Tom Brady likes Kyle Trask, which is why they took Kyle Trask, by the way, that's what they said. Um, Then not only do you have Tom Brady deciding you're going to take this guy because he plays similarly to Tom Brady. He's like Evan said, statuesque. He's not very mobile. He's a pocket passer. So you have him sitting behind Tom Brady. Now, no one probably in the next however long is going to have as much pure talent as Tom Brady, right? Like that, count that out. So if you're looking at that and saying, who has as much talent as Tom Brady? Is it Kyle Trask? I mean, is it Kyle Trask? Because that's what I'm just not sure about is like, yeah, if you got one of the top four quarterbacks in this draft and you said, yeah, he's sitting by Tom Brady. I mean, that's a dream scenario, right? Like any of those top four guys, dream scenario right there. Like that is, there's nothing better than one of those guys getting to sit by the greatest of all time in the position and learning from him. But if you're taking a guy like Kyle Trask, which I mean is way more, you know, I guess comparable to Jimmy Garoppolo than to any of the top four guys taken in this draft, then you're kind of looking at the same situation. Jimmy Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl. Let us not forget. Well, I, how, how's I mean, Jared? How's Jared Stidham doing? Who? Exactly. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, no, Come I. On. You can't. You know, you're talking about chicken salad and freaking chicken stuff. Chip, okay? I love chicken. I love chicken salad. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna curse. I'm not gonna curse because I don't like cursing. It's bad. I just, I just stirred the. Pot it's a family up. show. My mom's watching. Hi, mom. Love you. I didn't curse. See. I just. Stirred so the yeah, pot. talent will only get you so far, and then coaching and other abilities give you another tool. Tom Brady 
is good at giving guys uh, a routine and hopefully getting them another tool or a way to attack the game. If you only have one tool and you're an NFL quarterback, Tom Brady has five tools. He can't give you four tools and make you a great quarterback. He can probably give you one, maybe two tools on preparation, strategy, game, health, diet, things like that. So, no, you can't take a, 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 a guy who doesn't have as much talent and then just will him to be a Super Bowl champion. That doesn't happen. Well, you need, a, you need a Brazilian model wife, avocado ice cream, and family. Which – that doesn't and happen. Some Botox. Yeah. yeah. And some Botox. Blood, blood of children, too, as well. So yeah. Who knows? Kale, kale salads. I, yeah, recently we got, I recently got Botox and felt very much like Tom Brady. And I was pretty, <laughs> I was like, great. I'm gonna I, go I recently got the COVID shot. And my arm felt like complete ass. <laughs> I don't get shots or anything. Felt like, I felt like Botox was in my arm. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. How it felt. Well, no shots for me. Uh, I'm fine. I know that we have second period starting here soon for the Lightning. Yeah. We are up 2-0, which is fantastic. 15 shots on gold to the Florida 9. So all we need to do is keep doubling up, and uh, we should be in a good spot. All right. All right. Well, on that note, any final thoughts? Keep a lookout for the uh, Play the Bay. Paddle bar. The yeah. Pedal bar. bar. Keep a look paddle at bar. it. Paddle bar. Paddle bar. Like let's, it. Yeah, let's let's do that. We'll mm-hmm. get that set up soon. Immediately. Rays continue on. I think it's eight three now or eight four. Eight four right now. They uh, eight four. So the Orioles creep. Creep. So I creep. Yeah. yeah. There you go. A little TLC to wind down the show. Eight four. <laughs> Rays need to continue to put the clamps on them. Uh, Richard is staying safe and staying vigilant, which we thank you, Richard, for tuning in and always prompting us with great information on current. No, Richard's invited to the pedal bar. Yeah, yeah. He is. Richard's invited. Mm-hmm. Pedal yeah. on, Richard. Pedal, pedal on, on, Richard. Pedal on, Richard. Yeah. Pedal on. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Catch us on Twitter, Twitch. Where else? YouTube. YouTube. Play the day. Play the day TV. Oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Spotify. Smash the like button and subscribe. Smash, follow, and do all the things. Rate, review, subscribe, and we will catch you guys next Tuesday. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Play the Bay. We'll be back again with another episode on the Believe Podcasting Network. If interested in advertising, please contact Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.